Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Welcome to A to D Sports, powered as always by the BetMGM app. I'm Austin Stanley. He is Zach Bingham. We are Nashville's on-demand sports talk network, and we go live every weekday morning at 8 central time on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. Links to the show segment by segment on our Twitter X timeline. Also hit us up on Instagram, TikTok, and threads for more great Titans content. We got to thank our sponsors because they make it happen for us, and they help out all of you, like Wilson County Hyundai and WilsonCountyHyundai.com. Uh, to make them a part of your new car buying process. The Bone and Joint Institute, boneandjointtn.org, the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care. Farm Bureau Health Plans, get better with Farm Bureau Health Plans at fbhp.com slash ATOZ. The Aura app, keeping your information safe online and get a two-week free trial with our link only, aura.com slash ATOZ. And... Uh, the Krebs Kubota. Krebs Kubota, an elite Kubota dealer with three great locations in Columbia, Murfreesboro, and in Franklin. Their website is KrebsKubota.com. Uh, John says if we try, if we dressed up today for Halloween, then we maybe would have gotten 5,000 more YouTube subscribers uh, to get to that 20K mark that you're saying there, Zach. And also, I haven't had a chance to watch it yet, but I did see A to Z Sports Film Room's James Foster already has a five-minute video of Will Levis film already uh, already published. And I was like, hey, quick turnaround. Quicker than the Titans turn around to Pittsburgh on Thursday night uh, ahead of the trade deadline. So I'm going to have that earmark to watch after the show today. But Zach, it is NFL trade deadline day. 3 p.m. Central, 4 p.m. Eastern is that deadline. And rumors have been swirling around Derrick Henry for about a week just to kind of reset everything. Last Monday morning, after the Titans came off the bye week, pre-Kevin Byard trade, no calls had been received by the Titans about running back Derrick Henry. They did receive calls about Kevin Byard and one about Traylon Burks. Byard gets traded to the Eagles last Monday afternoon. And since then, the Baltimore Ravens became the most interested team in Derrick Henry. That was Buck's report last Wednesday that they were, the Ravens, the most interested team in inquiring Derrick Henry. But it was I want to stop real quick because I, I do think that brings up a point that is hilarious. When it was reported by A to Z Sports, look, growing sports digital media company, I understand, especially in the landscape of the national media, but I did see on Twitter a ton of Ravens fans like, who, what the hell is A to Z Sports? What do they even know? You know, who's this company? Whatever. How did that, you know? And so now, you know, there is some like, hey, what, hey, what do you know? We, we, was were, correct. we were right in our right still. Yeah. And look, we didn't say it was going to happen. We didn't say that it did happen. We said yeah. that that was the conversation. And it actually got legs. I mean, you heard on national broadcasts yes. that they were talking about the Ravens and Derrick Henry. And so uh, it really got some legs. So kudos to Buck and, and the reporting that A to Z Sports did on that. Because it 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 took off because it was true. We we did our journalistic responsibilities 
to make sure that we had good sourcing and it ended up that the Ravens were in fact interested and they still are. The deadline hasn't happened, right? And we don't know what's going to happen. Crazier things have happened. Now there's a trend of probably where it's going to go, but the Ravens wanted, needed a running back and they found interest in Derrick Henry and that's kind of where it started. The Ravens still need a running back. And, you know, so it's still... I kind of hope they don't get it because I have Gus Edwards on my fantasy team. Well, well yeah, everybody... Yeah, that's that's why you don't want Derrick Henry traded. Yeah, yeah, that, that's the reason. And personal. Right. So, it, look, it all came down to compensation. And Buck reported in that report that it was going to take, you know, the Titans buying a, dra- a better draft pick and the fact of the Titans trying to take more of Derrick Henry's remaining salary for a higher draft pick for whoever might trade for Derrick Henry. And then Adam Schefter reporting on Monday afternoon uh, that any long shot chance of a potential Derrick Henry deal diminished even further at 4 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Monday Central when the deadline passed for him to restructure his contract ahead of Tuesday's deadline. Henry has five and a half million left on his deal for this season. A quote tells Adam Schefter, I don't think it's going to happen per source. So, Zach, do you have any reactions on that? Well, it's understandable that a team would want a running back like Derrick Henry, right? Derrick Henry still has it. I mean, we just saw that literally on Sunday. uh, Over 100 yards rushing, and it wasn't one of like the singular big play. It was consistent downhill runs, made up 100 yards and can be a threat in the red zone, can be a game-breaker. We've seen that. So I'm not surprised that the interest is there, but there's nuance and logistics involved when it comes to a trade, right? That's why they start early. They they start days before the deadline, Mm -hmm. and, and that's where Schefter reports that yesterday was a big deal because at that point, you have to make all of the pieces connect, right? And if they don't, whether it's you know salary, whether it's compensation, you have to make them connect. So I do think that that was a big deal that they got past what Schefter reported because money is involved for the deal to be done. And I also think, and I think we all think, this is like barring surprise, the BS report that Jeremy Fowler you know, says. I say barring surprise on everything you say. But barring surprise, Will Levis impacted this decision. If Will Levis would have gone there and thrown four picks instead of four touchdowns, and the Titans have gotten blown out, and all of a sudden they're two and five, I think this is a very different day. I don't agree. I don't agree. Let's talk about that. I don't don't agree that there is more, uh, and I'm talking about from the outsider's perspective, there are more teams that are probably picking up the phone and calling because they look at the Titans saying, this team is now two and five instead of three and four. They probably perceive them different. I I disagree in that, and I'll tell you why specifically, but first I need you to tell me about Farm Bureau Health Plans. Yeah, FBHP.com is where to go to get your new health plan. I got my new health plan over a year ago, almost two years ago, and I'm super happy with my health plan. You and your family can change your health plan by getting a quote today at Farm Bureau Health Plans of Tennessee. They've been in business over 75 years. They're trusted in the state of Tennessee. If you live in the state of Tennessee where 
I know a lot of people do. They, you live in the state of Tennessee. They got 200 plus locations across the state. Health, dental, and vision. That's Farm Bureau Health Plans of Tennessee. They're sponsors of the Tennessee Titans. You can see that at their stadium. I mean, they've got they've got branding there. They are trusted. You can trust them. I trust them. FBHP. That's Farm Bureau Health Plans. FBHP.com slash A-T-O-Z. Go get a quote today. And with BetMGM, you can always win big with BetMGM, but even bigger with their best first bet offer that's out there. Up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if your first bet misses, but only when you sign up with our code ATOZ Sports. That's only with ATOZ Sports. And hey, BetMGM, they are uh, the official uh, you know, of sportsbook partner of the Memphis Grizzlies. It is basketball time here in the fall, but you can win big with bonus code ATOZ Sports with the King of Sportsbooks and go big on that first bet because you get up to $1,500 back in, in bonus bets. If your first bet misses, visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 or older, Tennessee only new customer offer. All promotions, subject qualification, other requirements. First online rule money wager only. Awards issued knowledgeable bonus bets. Bonus bets expire seven days. And for problem games, support called Tennessee Redline 800-889-9789. So, Zach, you just said before I went to the tease there that if Will Levis would have thrown four interceptions instead of four touchdowns and the Titans are two and five instead of three and four, you think more teams would have been picking up the phone to call the Titans about Derrick Henry Monday and today. Is that is that correct? Yes. Okay. So the reason why I disagree, I don't think the outcome of the Titans game against the Falcons changed the Titans mind on trading Derrick Henry or not trading Derrick Henry. They were open to trading Derrick Henry before they won, and they're still open to listening and trading Derrick Henry if the right compensation comes their way after they won against the Falcons. Do you disagree that more teams wouldn't call? I'm getting to that in a second. I'm I'm going linear here. I don't think more teams would have called because more teams weren't calling, and people there were reports out there that the Dallas Cowboys reached out to the Titans and inquired about Derrick Henry. Buck reported that was false. Uh, That did not happen. And so really, the one team, there has only been one team with reported interest in the Tennessee Titans and and Derrick Henry. And I'm not saying, oh, the Bills are a good fit. The Cowboys are a good fit. Media people saying, oh, the Browns could be a good fit. I'm not talking about good fits. I'm talking about teams with reported interest in Derrick Henry. There has only been one. And that is the Baltimore Ravens, not the Cowboys, not the Bills, not the Browns. It's the Baltimore Ravens, and that's the only. You, but team you, what I, what I, you fundamentally does not make any I, sense. I, I, is I that if they have lost, and this is what I said, that no other teams would have called the Titans with interest because of I, that. I disagree. I disagree because I don't. It, there was not much. There was no interest in Derrick Henry before they traded Kevin Byard. And they trade Kevin Byard, and one team picked up the phone and called all last week. One Austin, team. Here's here's where I, I trade away that their you most valuable asset. I, I just I the disagree. Titans go from a guaranteed out of contention team at two and five. So now sure. other teams are going to call out of contention teams. Their goose is cooked. They're done. That now I, this is it didn't happen right, but. At two and five, the Titans cannot win the division. They ain't catching Jacksonville. 
They're they, and especially if, and this is where I preface ifs and buts, beers and nuts. I don't usually do that, but I I believe in this take. That's why they pick up the phone and start calling. So uh, look, it doesn't I, matter because you, I, we're I'm, never going to know. I'm, I'm telling but you, I, I I think that you don't I'm make telling any you, sense. I'm telling you what I I'm telling you what You're I know. Illogical in your thinking. In I, I I'm I'm telling you what I know with what Buck. I'm is not reported. asking you what you know. I'm saying you are illogical in your okay. thinking of that more teams wouldn't call if they were two and five. That's because they haven't been. Uh, no, they're not. Like, yeah, I know they haven't been. That's not what I said. So n- no disrespect to Trey. He says, I've heard about four Browns, Bills, Ravens, Cowboys. Those have been the teams that have been like, oh, who would be good fits for Derrick Henry? I'm not talking about that. We're talking about teams with interest. Teams yeah, with and interest. I also think, and let's just be honest, you or I don't, 100% know who has and who has not called. We know that about the Ravens, but you cannot say that like you just said defiantly that no other team has called. We don't know if they have or if they have not, but I don't think you can defiantly say. I do want to get something out of the way for the Cowboys. Everybody at every single trade deadline, there is a, oh, well, the Cowboys probably need it because the Cowboys are always at that precipice because they got jerry jones as the owner that happens every single year so you can set that aside but you cannot defiantly say what i think you said we have no idea who has and has not called or had been in contact we do know about the ravens we do know about the reports that have happened and i do know at two and five more people are picking up the phone to call the tennessee titans because they are sellers they're not two and five. But they're De- three and four. But and Derek Henry is different. Do four touchdowns, and they're in a different spot. But Derek Henry is different. He is not Kevin Byard that fits in everybody else's defense. Derek Henry doesn't fit in everybody's offense. We know that. Derek Henry also has five and a half million dollars left on his contract. Derek Henry is a, is a weapon to help teams win Super Bowl. Yeah, but he also helps. Yeah, but he also could make you change something again. Like that's the that's the whole big weird thing with Derrick Henry in the Titans situation. He's, he's got well, to play for another his... team. So we have no idea, right? Like he's but never we, played for anybody else. But Zach last Monday, when we asked about this, you said the same thing. We both did not think Derrick Henry had a market because of how he would make another team alter their offense to fit what he is. He is square peg round. I didn't hole. Say he didn't have a market. We, we both did. We both said, last week that we did not expect Derrick Henry to, to have much of a trade market because of how no, unique he I, is. I, I, wrong. I'll tell you what I said. I said that I didn't expect the Titans to trade Derrick Henry. I thought they should field calls, but I did not think that they should trade him. That's what I said. I know what I said. Okay. I said it, but I didn't right. say what you just said that I said. I did. Okay. Okay. Well, that's anyway. true. <laughs> All right. Uh, Joe says, what will A to Z sports talk about after the trade deadline? Slow news week. No, we would talk about Will Levis potentially being the starter in the future. And then we'll talk about the Titans Thursday night football game against Pittsburgh. Joe, yeah, you're irrelevant. Joe, are you, <laughs> is this your first rodeo, bud? Yeah. What are you talking about, dude? Slow news week? No, this is like the busiest news week in the world. And we've got too much stuff and not enough time, Joe. So there you go, big Joe. Um, all right. So moving forward. Joe don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, should the Titans still consider this though? Because I also don't think that the outcome of the, of the game against the Falcons and that will Levis threw four touchdowns. I don't think that changes the Titans mind on if the right offer comes across their phone line, that they wouldn't pull the trigger on moving Derrick Henry because 
What are you going to get for Derrick Henry after the season? You're probably going to let him walk and get nothing. Well, this goes into the politics that we're about to get into. There is a hierarchy and some political drama, in my opinion, that goes on when decisions are made about key superstar players, right? And that's kind of what has been reported over the last 24 hours, or has and has not, right? And I think that plays a part into this. There's obviously, let's let's agree on something. There has been legs that Derrick Henry could be moved, right? Yeah. That's a general statement. But the fact that that is true lies in last year of his contract. The Titans had a losing record heading into this weekend. They're coming off of a bye, and their starting quarterback was hurt. So, like, mm-hmm. all of those things make sense on why Derrick Henry, a very good football player that can help a team, was at the forefront of trade conversations. Now, things have evolved and changed over the last 48 hours. So, in a lot of different ways, and I think it goes to decision makers. I think some things have changed with decision makers, and that goes to the conflicting reports that happened yesterday. Yeah, so let's get to the reports uh, that came out yesterday. Uh, and this is uh, from Cole Jackson, who covers the Baltimore Ravens independently. Cole also is a guest contributing writer to the Baltimore Ravens official website, which I know, Zach, to be a thing that the Ravens do. Because A to Z sports, as Ravens people are asking, hey, who the hell is A to Z? Whenever we reported that the Ravens were the only team showing the most interest in Derrick Henry last week that I do know from our interviews and search for more writers this summer that the Baltimore Ravens do in fact, hire independent reporters to write for their website. Cole Jackson is one of those. He apparently uh, covers the NFL draft for the Baltimore Ravens.com. But Cole said per sources, the Ravens and Titans had a deal in place for Derrick Henry. That deal was vetoed by the Titans owner. And then Paul Kaharski follows up says on Amy Adams Strunk vetoing a deal for Derrick Henry colon not true period right there so zach you know i i don't know who cole jackson is cole jackson is not anybody we interviewed over the summer but he does write for the baltimore ravens website and he does have a legitimate following but clearly uh paul who has really strong titan sources i don't know how strong cole jackson's raven sources are uh but paul saying not true that amy adam strunk uh did not veto a deal in place, right? I think there's like a deal in place is a pretty strong report. Don't you think? Uh, yeah. I, I, and, I, and real quick, Kenny uh, brings up, yeah, Buck said that was BS. Yes, Buck was able to go back and to confirm that, yes, that did not happen. But we'll talk about the indecisiveness here in a second was what else Buck said and learned last yeah, night. In place is different than on the table, right? Yeah, right. Two, you know, <laughs> yeah. Those are two two different things. Um, in place means somebody under Amy Adams Strong said, yes, we want to do this. Let me call the owner. And, and the owner said, no. And just like, you know, the Ravens fans didn't know who A to Z Sports were, I'm familiar my familiarizing myself with Cole Jackson, his reporting, right? They're also looking for a story, right? I believe, though, Paul Korski and our sources, if they dug into this, which I know that they did, and reported that that was not true, I I believe that. And so yeah. I, I do believe that uh, Amy Adams Strunk, she didn't sit there and nix a deal uh, that was in place or, or whatever. 
So I, I, I take that into consideration based on history of reporting. Yeah, uh, Edward says she should have vetoed the A.J. Brown deal. Yeah, woulda, coulda, shoulda. Um, best receiver in the league right now, by far, head and shoulders above I, I want a 30 else. for 30 on that one day. Oh my Maybe God, we'll do sign that. me up. Sign me up. That sounds good. Well, uh, we, I, I want to ask, I want to sit down with John Robinson and ask what uh, was going on. We get, we get John Robinson, you get Mike Vrabel, you get Monty Austin for you get Amy Adams. Struck, you all get him in a right round table and say, all right, how did this whole thing went down? And then, and then this is what you do. This is marketing one one You have them answer these questions. And then about a third of the way through, we've got a special guest. Enter AJ Brown (laughs) (laughs) and they sit down and we all talk about what happened. Now you just hope that AJ Brown doesn't have a green Super Bowl ring on his finger by the time jacket filmed. AJ Byron comes into play. Yeah, right. Oh my gosh. All right. So uh we just went on a family guy tangent there for a second. But anyway, so going back to the Cole Jackson report of Deal in place, but Amy Adams Shrunk vetoed it. Paul Kaharski and also Buck saying that that did not necessarily happen. But why would Cole Jackson get the information to go with this, right? Per sources, the Ravens and Titans had a deal in place for Henry. It was vetoed by Amy Adams Strunk. So who does this benefit? Whenever news comes out, who does this benefit? I think Cole Jackson, who has history writing for the Baltimore Ravens website, gets sources that the Ravens wanted Derrick Henry it's not going to happen. And so that they wanted to figure out how they can move this forward and move on by, by telling their fans, man, we had it in we place, tried. but it wasn't our final say, right? We tried. It, was, it wasn't us. It yes. was them. We, we wanted them. We were it prepared. Was, <laughs> it was right there. All we had to do was make the, uh, it was like the paperwork was done. The compensation was agreed to, but the owner, man, it was their owner. They, she said, no. It was the final veto. It's like, uh, you know, when a kid goes up and says, hey, uh, can I go spend the night over at so-and-so's house? And it's like to ask your mother because I don't want to be the one to say no kind of deal. Like, it's that whole thing, right? And so they asked mom, Amy Adams Strunk, and mom said, no, you can't. So, I, I, dad, I tried. I said, I gave it. It's up to your mother, right? <laughs> that's the whole thing. Yeah, that's when the kid goes up to his mom and says, dad said it was okay. He just wanted reassurance. <laughs> yeah. That that you were okay with it, mom. Yeah, dad's gonna drop me off. Are you cool with that? Okay, yeah. And then you just play, yeah, you you parent trap that thing. All right, so let's get to this though, because I do find this to be a very fascinating conversation about the indecisiveness that's happening in the Titans front office and the organization regarding the potential moving on from Derrick Henry. Who should have final say? in the potential trade of Derrick Henry with the Titans? Who should have the final say in the potential trade of Derrick Henry from the Tennessee Titans? But first, let me tell you guys about Aura. Uh, Aura protects my information online, and our sponsor, Aura, should protect your information online because they do a phenomenal job at that. When I signed up with Aura back in April, still rocking with Aura now as we get into November tomorrow, But Aura, uh, our sponsor, they protect my information that they identified 30 data brokers who were selling and profiting off of my information uh, back in the spring. And they opted me out of those lists on my behalf. It only took like five or six days for Aura to strip away that information from those 30 data brokers. And we're giving you a two-week free trial. That's two free weeks 
with Aura by going to our link only, Aura.com slash A-T-O-Z. That's Aura.com slash A-T-O-Z. Once you get the data brokers out of there, no more spam calls, no more junk emails. That's I've, I've seen the difference in Aura. Then you go into password protection and management, uh, identity theft and uh, protection with your credit as well. Aura.com slash A-T-O-Z for a two-week free trial. Hit up our sponsor, Aura, today. It is the sports we're powered by BetMGM. Uh, I just want to air my grievances to the entire Las Vegas Raiders franchise for that abomination that they put on last night. And Devontae Adams uh, didn't catch a touchdown, didn't catch five receptions, didn't do any of that. And so uh, that lost my parlay on BetMGM. We live to see another day. Uh, the Raiders got problems. The Lions look pretty good, but the Raiders yeah. got problems. Uh, bonus code ATOZ Sports, King of the Sports Books. Download the BetMGM app today. You can get on the action all week long. World Series still going on, the NBA and football on the horizon. All right. So, uh, Zach, we asked the question who should have final word in the Titans trading away Derrick Henry? I'm going to have you get to the chat here momentarily on this, but there is indecisiveness within this Titans front office on this topic. And Buck reported and wrote about that last night, A to Z sports.com and discuss it on A to Z sports primetime. The Tennessee Titans have a valuable piece in Derrick Henry that is putting butts in seats, selling merchandise and creating interest in your football team locally and nationally on an expiring contract in a depreciating position, like the running back position going into Derrick Henry turning 30 years old, at the beginning of 2024, January 4th is his birthday where he'll be 30. So last year was contract. Who should have the final word? Because the Titans are confused about this internally themselves. So um, Zach, I'll send you to the chat, Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch where everybody liked the show too, by the way, hit that thumbs up button. So what is everybody saying on who should have final word in uh, the potential trading away of Derrick Henry? I think it's a really good question. I don't know. We're about to find out what the chat says. I, I don't know what you're going to say. I do know what I'm going to say. Uh, Rooney right. says, ran. Uh, Billy goes, Amy, Miss Amy uh, from Jaron. Uh, Mom from Clayton, a.k.a. Amy. Fran, Fran says, Amy. Derek Henry from Jake. So there he's going. Uh, I guess we didn't put any specifics on it, but there you go. We did not. Uh, Derek Henry is maybe the right-in answer on the ballot, but yeah. not a bad, not a bad answer there. Durant says ran uh, Derek should from Jabu. So there, that, I, I, that's an interesting thing. Vrabes from Richie, Amy from Cameron Ram. He is the GN ran from Curtis, the GM. That's why you hired him. Amy Adams strunk from Steven, Amy only. Zoe says ran for Derek Henry. It's miss Amy. And that's what we're asking. Ran is the man. Amy for sure. Amy from Jarrett. Willie says, Amy, uh, the owner, Mike Vrabel. There's a couple of Vrabels there from Samuel King right there. Danny says, ran Vrabel from Dwayne. Brian says, Amy. Miss Amy from Rashid. Ran from Amanda. Uh, Amy Adams Strunk from COS66. I think Amy has won the chat, yeah. but Ran is right there. And then Vrabel, here's the unique situation because uh -huh. Vrabel is longer tenured, right? Ran just got hired to make personnel decisions, and Amy is the controlling owner. And right. Derek so Henry I'm gonna go is the back. 
Yeah, I want to go like let's. So who should have final say in trades like this? Because the Titans just traded away Kevin Byard a week ago, right? Kevin Byard was not nearly the face of the franchise like Derek, but Kevin Byard, the best tradable asset, the mayor of Murfreesboro, massive, massive in the community, doing a lot of different things. And it was just not long ago where Amy Adams Strunk was standing out at St. Thomas Sports Park and presenting Kevin Byard with his retired number 20 at MTSU along with the MTSU AD and head coach and Amy Adams Strunk giving it, right? So Amy Adams Strunk clearly allowed that to happen, right? So Derek is also a very highly valued member of this franchise. Derek's, exactly. Derek's different than Kevin I, I, I said all of that. I said Derek is different before I went through that, but that's just a reminder that Amy is very involved in this and players love Amy and Amy loves the players, right? So, Zach, what is your answer? Who should have final word in the Titans trading away Derrick Henry? Amy Adams Strunk, the owner of the franchise. When it comes to the face of the franchise, when it comes to, and Derrick Henry is the face of the franchise, Amy has veto power, essentially. Uh, and that's how companies work. When something happens, the owner has final say. And we we've we've obviously gone through and said that that didn't happen, right? So this is this is just a separate question than yes. what what had been reported on right. yesterday. Yeah. But ultimately, when it comes to the face of the franchise, no matter if it's right or wrong, I also want to emphasize that because her father, Bud Adams, wrong decision got Vince Young. That's his decision. He's drafting the player. Sometimes it's the right decision. I'm sure in the history of the NFL, an owner has made a decision to bring in a player. Woody Johnson probably made the decision to bring in Aaron Rodgers. That could have been the right decision. Unfortunately, it got hurt, right? Who? Amy Adams Strunk has the final say because her title, controlling owner. She controls the checks. She controls... and. I, I do believe that a good owner should allow their workers to work, their employees to do their job. But in certain massive decisions, in certain circumstances like this one, the owner has final say because she has the most invested in the business. She is liable. She ha has the revenue generation. She has everything. That is Amy Adams Strunk's final say for this question. I don't disagree with a lot of what you said about, you know, Amy. Because it's and, the correct uh, answer. <laughs> I, you know, and, and Bork says, can Austin veto Zach or Zach veto Austin? You know, we, whenever we have these decisions, you, you have conversations and you try to come out with a mutual answer on how this works. And that right? is a little different, right? Yeah. So you've got two people that have to have a conversation and make a decision for the company, Amy has to do the same thing. But when pen hits paper, it is Amy's final say. So the grandkids can say what they want. It's a, in, on, on paper. If Amy does not want to trade Derrick Henry, she can say that. that and that's yeah, how and the that, Titans are that's, structured. That's where the controlling owner comes into play because she's not the only owner, right? There's ownership stake split amongst percentages. She's got the biggest percentage, but she's also got the, the decision-making power. Um, so my answer on this is, and I, I think the best thing that Amy Adams-Strunk has done since taking over as controlling owner of the Tennessee Titans 
is allowing her football people to make the football decisions. She is, she puts her foot down when she needs to. And, but I also like, and firing John Robinson and moving on from Mike Malarkey and moving on from Weston Webster, even after winning a playoff game and going and hiring Mike Vrabel and making the decision on when to move on from John, right? And bringing in Rand. The answer is not Rand Carthon, right? I think we know that. Rand Carthon's job is to support Mike Vrabel. That is what Rand has said uh, since taking the job. And they want to collaborate. That's the word that buzzword of the offseason, collaboration. I think the final word, Zach, is going to go to Mike Vrabel. Because I think Amy Adams Strunk will ask my if there is a conversation where they have an offer that is enticing enough to bring the three minds together, where it is Amy, it is Vrabel, and it is Rand. Amy goes to Rand, says, Is the trade compensation valuable? Rand says, Yes, check mark. Amy then turns to Mike Vrabel and says, Is this the best thing for the football team to move on from Derrick Henry? Now, and what you have right now to win and for the future with what you're trying to win games with and win championships with. And I think Amy Adams Strunk will listen to what Mike Vrabel says. I'll just ask this question. I think she will. I think what, she will. What defer. happened with AJ Brown? I don't know. Because Mike Vrabel, to your, it, and things have changed was, since then. Sure. Mike Vrabel's body language. Was not that he was listened to, and and, and I think there's a <laughs> massive difference because collaboration, like I mentioned, has been the buzzword, and I think. But they it, said it, the same BS. No, when no, no. John Robinson was there. Come uh, uh-uh. I, I, yes. I really think I think that there is a lot of there were decisions made over the last. Listen for a second. There were decisions made over the last three years between John Robinson and Mike Vrabel that were very much John Robinson decisions that Mike Vrabel did not want to do. Julio Jones being one of them. Julio Jones was a John Robinson move because he wanted to show the all-in, make the trade on the pontoon boat on the lake in the summer, and Mike Vrabel did not want to make that move. And there are other things like that, whether it's draft picks, whether it's free agent signings like Vic Beasley, Bud Dupree, there's some moves that were made by John Robinson that Vrabel did not go to bat for. And I, and I do think that with after the AJ trade was a pendulum swing for this franchise. I think now Mike Vrabel has so you more think power. It was also a pendulum swing for Mike Vrabel. No doubt. I mean, I think that was very clear when John Robinson was fired on December 6th of 2022. On a Tuesday afternoon, John Robinson morning, John Robinson fired Mike Vrabel by default, won that power struggle. That wasn't really a power struggle at the time, but ever since Rand was hired, collaboration, collaboration, collaboration. So you think Rand is third on this totem pole? Without a doubt. There is no that is the thing I am most confident in that Rand Carthon is third in this four three person power ranking. In- interesting. Interesting, because that's I think, not I think how I think it. it but look, it's I think perceived to be set up uh, for sure. But this, but the head coach is the established coach of the year. Head coach won playoff games, won divisions, winning record, leader of men. You know, Patriots Hall of Fame player, three time Super Bowl champ player, established guy that was brought that Rand brought in to pick the groceries because Rand was a scout 
a developer and a spotter of talent. And that goes with your established head coach. I think the power is when you're talking about football decisions, it's whatever Vrabel wants, Rand goes gets. That's what I think right now. And I think Amy Adams Strunk, like I said earlier, she lets her football people make football decisions. I think Amy would defer to Vrabel in this situation. Who should have the final word on the Titans trading away Derrick Henry? Who should? I think it's Mike Vrabel. You think Mike Vrabel should have the final decision on Derrick Henry? I, I think Andy that is, defers to Vrabel. No. Okay. Mike Vrabel gets paid by Amy Adams Strunk. Mike Vrabel probably one day, I don't know when that will be, will be fired by Amy Adams Strunk. But this so is a that's well, that's that, fundamentally incorrect. Coaches, Again, this coaches is back get to hired back. to get coaches Top. get hired to get fired. Sure, but like, but football decisions. This is not a business decision. No, this is a face of the franchise decision. This is not a football decision, Austin. That's the point. Derrick Henry, that is on Verizon commercials, on Old Spice commercials, on State Farm commercials, on all of the billboards. That is the jersey wears uh, sweater vests without undershirts. <laughs> the guy is the face of the Tennessee Titans. He's yes. the face of Tennessee. He's bigger than John Morant because John Morant ain't playing. He's bigger than Tennessee and Joe Milton right now. Derrick Henry is yeah. that dude. And the face of the franchise future is decided by the controlling owner of said franchise. That's fine. That's fine. I, I think Amy Not would defer to Vrabel. I, I think Amy would defer to Mike Vrabel on this. But hey, she may ask know. his opinion, but when when as you just talked about all of the decisions that Amy Adams Strunk has made over the years, she's a bad mama jamma at times. Hell and yeah. She'll make that decision without anybody asking her or influencing her. Ultimately, it's her decision, and this goes to be the same thing. All right. Hey, hell of a show today here are live. Uh, let's get to um, a couple of super chats real quick. Adrian says, Rand deserved more praise. He literally hit every want slash need from this past offseason and set up for the future with virtually nothing. I mean, look, it, look, I, has Rand done a good job? I mean, you're not saying this before Will Levis throws four touchdown passes, but, and Andre Dillard, who they gave $21 million to guaranteed, is already benched at left tackle. I, you know, I don't think you go that far, Adrian. But Rand Carthon had a hard job uh, coming into the job. Has he done well? I mean, he's he's so far, he's not. It's a pass-fail line. I think he's passing, right? Too soon, right? Uh, yeah. Adrian, let's see what he does with the $90 million this offseason, right? Let's see yeah. how he gets out of the Tannehill-Derrick Henry era. He's already started, right? Which is It's easier good. to make mistakes when you get a lot of money. Right. And so, um, yeah, John Robinson, you would have said the same thing about John Robinson's start, right? With drafting AJ Brown and some of the moves. Now, Kevin Dodd was awful, but he had some hits. Derrick Henry being a Hall of Fame, future Hall of Fame running back, like that remained to be seen a little early for that. Yeah. Uh, Silas, uh, super chat, got my A to Z blue shirt yesterday that Zach has on right now. All right. Love it. Wearing it now. Posted and tag you guys on Facebook. Uh, so comfortable. Thanks for the 40% off. Yeah, let's flash that up there on the screen real quick. Well, uh, and I don't thanks know. to our winner yesterday in the age game, because I don't know if that would have happened if we wouldn't have had a champion. That's right. 40% off all of our merch. Shop.a2zsportsnational.com is where to go. Uh, our merch is moving. When it sells out of those sizes, 
That's all we got. So we're hiking uh, go- prices. <laughs> yeah. I'm, jo- yeah. I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> all right. So Zach, um, we've talked a lot about the Derrick Henry reports. Again, 3 p.m. Central, 4 p.m. Eastern is the NFL's trade deadline. Stick with A to Z Sports and our social media, um, our, our website, a to zsports.com for all of the trade deadline happenings. We did get um, an interesting comment from Mike Vrabel yesterday about the quarterback position. So let's go ahead and hear from Mike Vrabel about Will Levis and Ryan Tannehill. Kind of controversial here. Well, we'll see where Ryan is. We haven't uh, done anything with him here yet today. So we'll see how he is. But, uh, you know, I think we probably would say that if, if Ryan can't go, I mean, it will, we'll, we'll move forward with Will. And then we'll see, you know, where Ryan is. Again, it's, it is a short week. Uh, but also we'll have to, you know, see who is available to us at, at every position. How was so, Ryan the last time you maybe saw him? How was Ryan? Yeah. Yeah, he's good. I mean, supporting the quarterbacks and you know, doing what he could do to help us win on uh, Sunday. He was obviously physically uh, was, wasn't ready. And, you know, so again, we'll have to do some more stuff with him you know, today and, and evaluate where he's at. Just in terms of Levis coming in, the performance he had, maybe not having to rush back Ryan Tannehill yeah, though. I, I don't, you know, I don't want to look at that as you know, a determining factor of how fast players get back. We just need to get everybody back available, and then make decisions at every position on who can play and who can't, and then you know what the game plan looks like and how we can you know try to to go on the road and. And try to find a way to beat Pittsburgh. So if Ryan's so healthy, he's the star. Ryan is healthy. If, if Ryan healthy, he's, he's the guy still. Is that is that still the case even after Will's performance here with the, over the weekend? Um, you know, until Ryan's healthy, I don't think that you know I'm ready to you know make a determination. You know, I mean, I think that that's that's uh, something that could be a possibility. But again, we're we're talking about hypotheticals, and you know, we'll get Ryan healthy and, and see where things are at then. All right, we'll get Ryan healthy and see where things are out at then. It could be a possibility. Interesting comments from Mike Vrabel. Uh, we'll react to those here in a second. It's got some chat coming in here, too, about it. But first, the Bone and Joint Institute, that's where you should turn with any type of injury. With Ryan Tannehill's ankle sprain, we did a great doc talk with Dr. Jeff Watson, a foot and ankle expert and specialist at the Bone and Joint Institute. Talked about the tightrope surgery and how that will actually help Ryan Tannehill get back to playing quicker this year than last year because he had the surgery a year ago. So the Bone and Joint Institute, they can help you out. Whatever that injury is that occurs in life, don't let that injury become a major inconvenience in your life. Go get it checked out. Get it taken care of. Surgery, hopefully not. But if you need it, Bone and Joint's got you all under one roof in Franklin online, boneandjointtn.org. Bet MGM, they power us. They're the title sponsor. And they've been that way for a while. You need to download this app. And if you haven't, Go ahead and hit the App Store, Apple, or Android. Use the bonus code ATOZ Sports. They're the king of the sports book. And when you use that bonus code, which is huge, you get up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if your first bet misses for new users. Bonus code ATOZ Sports. We love BetMGM. Download the app today. All right. So we're going to get to our question here in a second, but I do want to play the short version of what Vrabel said right there at the end about Ryan Tannehill. So let's go back to Mike Vrabel here momentarily. If Ryan healthy, he's, he's the guy still. Is that, is that still the case even after Will's performance here over the, over the weekend? Um, you know, until Ryan's healthy, I don't think that, 
you know, I'm ready to, you know, make a determination. You know, I mean, I think that that's, that's uh, something that could be a possibility. But again, we're, we're talking about hypotheticals and you know, we'll get Ryan healthy and, and see where things are at then. So, Zach, that was yesterday after Will Levis throws four touchdown passes in his debut and the Titans get to three and four by beating the Falcons. This was Mike Vrabel asked the same question by the same reporter, John Glennon, after the they get back from London before the bye week. The guy? Or, or is there anything? Yeah, I mean, Ryan. No, I mean, Ryan. Will be, if he can go, Ryan be a quarterback. <laughs> they, I mean, that's a big Things difference. Things change. Things right? change. Yeah. Here, here's what 10 I, days, right? 10 or so days between those two comments. Here's what I think about what Mike Vrabel is doing. And this is uh, under his job description. He is being a protector. He's protecting his future decisions. He's protecting his young quarterback. He's protecting his veteran quarterback. I don't think he's protecting Malik Willis, but I think he's protected Will Levis and Ryan Tannehill, his offense, his offensive coordinator, and his franchise that he is the head coach of. And I think he has said all of the things. He's not committed to anything because you know, and he knows that you know you can get your words twisted real quick, and he doesn't want to do that. So I think he's playing it probably the best that he possibly can with the information that he has. After London, I think we would have said the same damn thing, right? That he would have said. And after Will Levis's performance, I don't know if we would have said the same thing, but he is doing his job to protect his football team. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, so, huh, I mean, it's it's very, you know, he's not going to say Levis is going to start. I think the fact that they play Thursday night is leaning towards Will Levis getting the start because it just hasn't been enough time and we talked about this right after the London game when Tannehill got hurt, that the trade deadline being squeezed between a Sunday game after a bye week and a Thursday night game coming up, it, that's just a really tough logistical scheduling nightmare for the Titans. They're not as flexible as they could have been if they didn't play until Sunday this upcoming week, not four days earlier. Well, and Vrabel is notorious of playing media games. He always plays media games, and he's been playing media games since he became head coach. We don't know who's going to play. Well, it's a game-time decision. We're still figuring it out. It's Friday. I'm not going to make that move. But like we've, I've heard this. It's literally in my brain over and over and over again. So I don't expect him to completely change now that the most important decision is now on the table when it comes to the quarterback, he's going to continue, and I call them media games because that's what they are, is the media asks some questions and he plays games. And sometimes he's a good mood, sometimes he's in a bad mood. Sometimes he gives information, sometimes he plays it close to the vest. But he, he's notorious for that, so I'm not surprised. I think it brings up a lot of conversation, right? Mm -hmm. And the biggest thing is it depends and I think that's what he was insinuating with his answer is it probably depends how Will Levis plays. I'll give you an example. Ifs and buts, beers and nuts. We talked about Will Levis throwing four touchdown passes versus four interceptions. If he throws four interceptions in back-to-back -back games and they lose against the Steelers and the Buccaneers and Ryan Tannehill has the ability to come back, it's pretty obvious where against he's going to go. Against the Jags, right, on the road, divisional game, right? Right, and they'd be in a completely different spot. Well, they'd be three and three and six, seven, three and six going three, into the Jags game. Yeah, yeah, three and six. Yeah, yeah. So, so 
everything depends, but you drafted Will Levis for a reason, right? And Austin, that was Mike Vrabel's final decision based on what you were saying, right? No, I didn't say that. Well, that, you said that that's the guy that has the final say. No, I, I think, I think, uh, yeah, Rand Carton's job is to get the best players for uh, Mike Vrabel and is Will Levis. That was a, yeah, Will Levis had to be a, you don't draft a quarterback without a joint thing. Like that's, that would be stupid. Uh, I, I don't know. Oh, well, it, uh, ask the Carolina Panthers and Frank Wright. That's not right. how it works. Uh-huh, yeah. But no, I, I, I think, yes, Mike Vrabel had to be okay with the drafting of Levis for it to happen. Well, okay is different on than board, picking. whatever, like uh, on significantly on board to trade up, uh, to go get Will Levis, no doubt. All right. So let's ask this question, Zach, because I find this just to be, you know, overall interesting, uh, when it comes to the situation, should Ryan Tannehill lose his starting job to Will Levis because of an injury? Should Ryan Tannehill lose his starting job to Will Levis because of an injury. We'll get to your comments here in a second. But first, Krebs Kubota is where you should go for any of your equipment needs. KrebsKubota.com. They are an elite Kubota dealer with the best equipment in the industry, the best warranties in the industry. And you got to have great warranties when you got big equipment like tractors and uh, you've got utility vehicles, all the power uh, units that Krebs Kubota has. You have to make sure you got those uh, for your property, for your projects around your home, commercial or residential. Hey, maybe you just want to rent something for a weekend project. Uh, you can do that with Krebs Kubota as well. Maybe it's the holidays coming up and you want to nudge the person who's in charge of projects around the house and say, hey, you got to you're going to be better this spring around the house. Uh, go to KrebsKubota.com. They'll hook you up with the right equipment for you, with the best warranties and the best customer service. Three locations, Columbia, Franklin, and in Murfreesboro, online, KrebsKubota.com. We are powered by BetMGM, and we mentioned earlier, a lot of people are running to the merch store, which there's a reason to. We got 40% off all merch. Our merch is moving, so we're kind of having a little bit of a fire sale over the last couple of weeks. A lot of people getting, getting them, which is good. I wear an A to Z sports shirt literally five days a week. So you can too. A to Z Sports Nashville. So shop.a-to-zsportsnashville.com. If you are a fan of the show, you can get there 40% off. And it's already done. There's no promo code. So we already made it easy on you. Uh, sizes, some we have si some sizes. Sometimes sizes we don't. But all shapes and sizes, we have some availability for you. All right, so Zach, uh, go to the chat, uh, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, like the show while you're at it too. Uh, and should Ryan Tannehill lose his starting job to Will Levis because of injury? What's the chat saying on this one? Steven says yes. Eric says not yet. Uh, uh, let's see. We've got yes from IR. Derek says yes. Uh, Kayan says yes. Yup, from Richie. Mr. Jones says no. Andre says yes because he sucks. F yes from Nate's burner account. Uh, he was terrible beforehand. Uh, beforehand, anyway, he lost it from Jamie. Uh, let's see punctuation, here. please. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, he lost it because of his play. Well, no, I, I don't no. know. If he's talking about the same thing. He lost. No, it no. Ryan Tannehill would have played against the Falcons if he didn't get hurt against the Ravens. Yeah, is this seriously a question? It is, Michael, and he's saying yes, but Titans Kyle saying no. He's losing it because of his play. So I think that's what they're trying to say. Willie says 
Mo. They are basing it all on Levis's play, right? But we've only seen one game. And Ryan mm-hmm. Tannehill, let's just be honest, he's not ready to come back this week. Uh, we're not going to see Ryan Tannehill, no matter what Mike Vrabel tells you. He's yeah. slow playing. The gaming chef says Bledsoe lost his job due to injury and it was the best decision the Patriots ever made. Trent Green lost his job due to injury and was the best decision the Rams ever made. That's a hell of a you know pullback there from the gaming chef. Right, but we that is easy to say, right? Hindsight. That's um, hindsight takes, right? Uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick lost his job to Tyler Haneke because of uh of injury. That's not the best decision that has ever made. Like I know it's easy to look at the Tom Brady. Desmond Ritter lost his job because he was in concussion protocol to Tyler Heineke on Sunday. Is that the best decision (laughs) that the Falcons have ever made? Not yet. They still lost the game, right? So it's easy to pick out those. I knew that that Bledsoe and Brady were going to come up. I think that's all of the hopes and wants and the pipe dreams of Titans fans. But let's face it, Austin. Tom Brady went on to win a Super Bowl after that. Will Levis has won one game. So we need a larger sample size. I think everybody agrees with that. But, you know, with the question of should, I think I resonate more with the chat because I go back to what I truly believe. And that is Ryan Tannehill is not your long-term answer. So what are you doing? Mm -hmm. What are we here for? Are we here to make a Super Bowl run? Are you here to win the division and host a home playoff game? Are you here to play meaningful games in December? Are you here to try to get a wild card bid? Or are you here to gain a developmental quarterback, some experience that you drafted in the second round after trading up? So to answer the question, should Ryan Tannehill lose his starting quarterback job to Will Levis because of injury? Yes. Injury doesn't matter. Ryan Tannehill is gonna, was going to lose his starting quarterback job for the Tennessee Titans when Will Levis was drafted. Now, because of injury is different, but Will Levis is what you don't know. Ryan Tannehill is what you do know. And what you know about Ryan Tannehill is he can win you some games, but he's not the future. I I agree. I think I think it's now that you've seen that Will Levis is capable of that on Sunday. Yeah, it wasn't a one touchdown, 153 yard performance. Yeah, with it was two fifty four. Yeah, with seventeen pass attempts, right? It was that. It was. It was. It was bombs. Yeah, it was nearly flawless. And so, now that you've seen with it, Will Levis is capable of that. You've got to do the best job for your team in making sure that Will Levis gets as much work and experience and games to feel it out, go through the roller coaster. Cause guess what? If Will Levis is capable of that, let's say that's Will Levis's best game. (laughs) Yeah. But let's say his average is, you know, can put up this team can score 24 points a game because Will Levis is moving the football. They've got explosive ability, lack of turnovers, 
a good balance, right? Then you get year two, you get 2024. If you find out that Will Levis is capable of that and you go in the off season with 90 plus million dollars of cap space with a quarterback that you're like, yeah, we can do this. Then you go find yourself a left tackle and kick Andre Dillard out the building. You go find yourself a top corner. You go find yourself on maybe another interior lineman. You go find yourself another receiver to go along with DeAndre Hopkins and Traylon Burks, whatever the hell that becomes. And you go find yourself another running back to go with Tajay Spears. You try to set yourself up to just go spend your $90 million to win the AFC South and beyond in 2024. And compete consistently with the Jacksonville Jaguars and Trevor Lawrence. Because he ain't going anywhere, guys. The Jags aren't going anywhere. You, they they had the benefit of, now they struggled for a number of years, but they had the benefit of the number one overall quarterback that had all of the intangibles, right? Nobody questioned Trevor Lawrence, right? No, we would have been, we would have said, we would have said, well, Trevor Lawrence didn't work out because he was playing for a bad franchise for all these years, right? But I don't think anybody, when Trevor Lawrence was drafted, which we knew he was number one overall the second that, you know, he left Clemson, that he's not going anywhere. So you need to start competing. CJ Stroud, you got to figure out where he's going to be. The Colts are in a different spot because of the injury to Anthony Richardson. But this division, which we knew is flipped upside down. And I'm with you, Austin. Here's glass half full, glass half empty. Glass half empty is Ryan Tannehill comes back and starts at some point this year. Right now. You know, what's it? So Samuel says, you can't just go back to Tannehill after what we just saw. Like it, it would well, have to a be a scenario where you can. Yeah. Obviously I mean, injury, injury right? is the easiest way, yes, but, but then there's the fact that if, if he goes and is absolutely dreadful um, and like you went over it, if he's dreadful at Pittsburgh, if he's dreadful at Tampa and you have, and you want a last ditch effort to get back in the division at Jacksonville week 11, you could do that and, and justify it. But still, you know, at that point you're three and six, there's no point in, in getting to four and six. Just go let Levis finish it out. And that the glass half full is let's just be honest. That's how the Titans look at things. They don't look at things as we need to tear this thing down and rebuild. They believe they can win every game because they have right. They have won some games that they never should have won, but they have by grit, physicality, hard nose, playing football, running the football, good timeouts, good special teams, get out of there with a win. That's Mike Vrabel's mentality. You want to talk about Mike Vrabel? I yeah. believe that the glass half full perception is how that's the lens that the Titans are going to look at this thing. And Levis will be the starter, should be the starter for the foreseeable future. And Austin, they beat the Jacksonville Jaguars twice. They beat the, the, the Texans. They're back in the running and they don't have to play as difficult teams as the Jags because they don't play a first place schedule. Now, all of a sudden, Will Levis has elevated you to a possible wild card bid. Look at the AFC West. There's a bunch of bad teams in the AFC West, right? Mm -hmm. They've already beaten the Chargers, by the way. That matters. The Chiefs are going to win that division. You look at the, the, NF, the AFC North is your toughest thing, right? Because you've lost to the Browns. You've beaten the Bengals, which is positive. You've lost to the Ravens, which is not good. They're going to win the division anyway. And so now you look at the East. The East, 
the Jets are going to fall off. It's only a matter of time, boys and girls, right? Unless Aaron Rodgers miraculously comes back and they're still in it, I don't see that happening. The Dolphins and the Bills are both making the playoffs. We know that, all right? The Patriots aren't. So now I've just set the landscape of the AFC. If the Titans can focus on a young quarterback within their division and maybe that seventh seeded wild card spot, it's not out of the realm of possibility in a glass half full world. No doubt. Uh, no doubt about that. Um, all right. So, and then Brent says the good news is Levis will be cheap for the next three years and the Titans have a lot of cap space. I mean, yeah, that's the thing. That's why you need to have Will Levis as the starter moving forward. You don't trade Ryan Tannehill. One, I don't think he's got value and apparently nobody's called the Titans for Tannehill. That was reported yesterday. You need Ryan Tannehill on the team. Uh, now, when Ryan Tannehill's healthy, he wears the ball cap and Malik Willis is the emergency quarterback <laughs> like at three. That That is your situation. That, that Malik can play, but only if Tannehill's hurt. I do and have Levis to give kudos to a Big Joe on the go. I don't know if you saw this tweet. This was during the game, I think. And it's Ryan Tannehill in the blue tent, like looking out. Yeah. I don't know when, what time he's. The Chargers he's, game last year. Right? It's, it's Ryan Tannehill looking at Will Levis throw four picks from the injury tent because that's kind of the scenario. Yeah, uh, let's get to some super chats here in a second uh, before we get to shade um, super chats coming in. Let's see. Uh, Curtis says, "What's with all the leaks this year? Have y'all noticed more than usual, or is it just random noise since Twitter verification is so lax?" No, I think it's uh, because there's a new GM. You know, John Robinson, Rand Carthon are different. There's been more national reporting uh, with John Robinson out of the building. He was kind of keeping things very tight uh, there. Brandon with a super chat says, "Zach hit the nail on the uh, head moment." Nail in the head moment. Vrabel is very discreet. For re- This is Vrabel talking about the quarterbacks back and forth. I think he always makes the obvious choice, but wants to protect his guys like Rand doesn't operate the media. And that Those two super chats kind of go back to back. Um, Kane says, uh, play whoever gives you the best odds to win, which at this point is Will Levis. And then Kane asks, why even call Rand a GM? He doesn't have the same responsibilities as all other GMs. I think he's in a unique situation because of Vrabel, right? Yeah. I I disagree with you, Austin, as like the totem pole thing. And I, I don't probably not enough time to get into this, but I think Rand has more power than one thinks. I also but not more than Vrabel and not more than Amy. Well, nobody has more power than Amy. I will stick to my guns and say that. Mike Vrabel has the longevity on his side, right? He's been in the. So you building. can't disagree with what I said. Then I said Rand is third <laughs> in that list. No, he's third, but I think I felt like you kind of just schluffed him to the side. He's very clearly third, uh, and it I don't believe that he's very clearly third. I oh, think absolutely. that, uh, in your opinion, that's yes. fine. Well, you also said that Vrabel makes the Derrick Henry decision, which is asinine. I think Amy. I think Amy would defer to Vrabel. But whose decision is it? Whatever Vrabel answers, I think Amy says. Oh my God! No, we don't need whatever. Whatever you answer, no, I. I, That's what. Yeah, I think Amy defers. No, that's not true. Amy defers to return the second half kickoff. Come on, you know that Amy's not saying Vrabel. What do you think? Whatever you say, we're gonna go with. I, I, in this trading away Derrick Henry hypothetical, yeah, I. I, That's where I think it's gonna would happen. Uh, there, there's my sh- that's my first shade <laughs> let's get to shade andre says uh ran being third 
would mean organization dysfunction. No, that's just like how it was logistically set up. But anyway, now it is time to throw some shade. Bring your shade, hot and heavy. Let's do it. About Wilson County Hyundai. If you're looking for a new ride, go see your friend Payne Bone in Lebanon at Wilson County Hyundai and WilsonCountyHyundai.com. They'll help you out. Great deals uh, in Lebanon at Wilson County Hyundai. We throw shade on Tuesday after uh, towards the end of the show. Uh, Zach, do you have shade or do you want to? I do. Sh- I get my shade out of the, the way real quick because it's a personal shade. It's something that infiltrated my timeline this morning. There are two players in the NBA, and I watch a lot of NBA basketball. That yeah. is, uh, you on the record, probably too much. I, I watch a lot of NBA. I mean, I watch it on my phone. I, I watch NBA basketball. I do player props. I don't like two players in the NBA, and they, they now play on the same team, so I now can't stand <laughs> the team. James Harden and Russell Westbrook are awful. They stink. I can't stand them. They're ball hawks. That's what they are. They are big old ball hawks. And the problem is, is like, I don't have a problem with Kawhi Leonard. He's like the strong, silent type that could just drop 35 and take over a game. It's very talented. But I cannot stand James effing Harden. And everybody's like, James Harden, James Harden wants out. James Harden wants out. And then James Harden, what does he does? He gets out of shape and then shows up and then holds out. I'm so over James Harden. I'm not watching the Clippers until the playoffs when I'm forced to anti James Harden. That's my shade. And also anti Russell Westbrook. I co-sign your shade on that. That's not my shade, but I, I do think that's great. Like if I walked into like a, a, a free open gym play for like pickup basketball and I see guys like James Harden or Russell Westbrook that play like that, I, I, I go home. I'm like, I am not getting any type of good game in. I am done. That is all. I don't need Those to are the worst time. type of players to play with at pickup. It's yeah. like they don't, and they can make, I mean, James Harden is a good basketball player. I'm not sitting here denying his skill set, but. Yeah, he plays one-on-one. It's yeah. a one-on-one game. I don't want to be Probably a player. I was in Houston for 10 years because he could do that. And, and then they would like, bring Chris Paul make him give, to take away the ball for a second. Oh, yeah. Uh, throwing shade, Jeff says, throwing shade on families that walk slash stand six people wide and block walkways and have no respect for anyone else move the damn side yeah that's that's a funny shade uh matt says throw in shade at ryan day for hiring his brother's pi firm to hack michigan computers talk about an all-time low is that is that a thing i don't know i know the the michigan stuff by big tin jeff (laughs) (laughs) yeah big tin jeff's like up there big tin jeff's like the girl in criminal minds who's got the headset with like all the different monitors uh, try here we're it. over real quick i need your opinion michigan is that a big deal small deal or no deal i think it's a big deal <laughs> yeah do you agree oh, yeah i do um let's see more shade here oh i'm trying to scroll trying to scroll um nathaniel's just throwing shade at mr jones every take uh bork says throwing shade at Dabo for acting like the 80 year old man yelling get off my lawn did you listen or see the five-minute rant that Dabo Sweeney went on after Tyler from, like, Statesboro or something called into the Tiger Talk radio show last night. I I didn't listen to all five minutes. I was looking for the line that said, like, I'm not a teenager or something. You don't treat – it was at the very end. It was don't treat me like a 12-year-old. Oh, yeah, yeah. 
I, and and I, I, I couldn't get through them. Uh, Trey Wallace has it on Twitter. Uh, there was the question wasn't in there in the clip. It was five plus minutes. I actually, I found myself throughout that five minutes going back and forth between agreeing with Dabo and thinking Dabo is a dork. <laughs> like back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Uh, and he was just throwing out every receipt that he's had in his back pocket for like the last three years. Uh, Clemson's uh, down. Yes. Uh, hey, Danny says, uh, shade on the last work week before a long vacation is taken long. Uh, Johnny says, shade on Rand for trading Kevin Byard. Uh, Derek says, throwing shade at Nick Wright for his bit about the Titans QB situation last week. He knows zero about the Titans. He doesn't. Uh, he is like Pinocchio, except it's, his hair keeps growing and his nose. But he's like yeah, Pinocchio. Yeah, I was, I was <laughs> Oh gosh. All right. My he's shade. a weird looking character. Yeah. He, he is he, truly a character. He wears like the the zoot suits or like the you know the three-piece suits that you see in the old movies. And he's quickly transformed, not quickly, he's slowly transforming into the my germs guy from the scary movie. Yeah. <laughs> slowly, slowly transforming into that. My germs. All right. My shade, I've got two. Um, one, my AirPods, I don't know what's going on with them, but my AirPods are having a rough week. They keep, like, I'm on my phone, and I'm listening to uh, streaming radio, and then I go to Instagram, I go to a different app, every, I get a phone call, I watch something on Twitter. Every time, the last three days, I've changed the app, what I'm listening to, to go to listen to a video on a different app, changes my bluetooth connection like if i'm listening to a podcast and then i'm on twitter to watch a video the twitter video will play over my phone speakers not my airpods that were just playing the podcast like i don't know what's going on with this i'm having i'm having a bad bluetooth week like I don't, is that a thing is there like too many clouds in the sky that's disconnecting my i don't know what to do zach like i've tried to reset my airpods they needed a time i put them in timeout for a whole day but I don't know what's going on with my You, you can reset your I, I, I'm waiting for in the comments. First world problems. I hate that. But he got the Android greater than Apple, which is uh second world comment. <laughs> <laughs> Chris, where are you at, bro? Not true. <laughs> but I like I don't like and, but man, I uh, my the camera is so much better on the Android. Which is not. <laughs> it's not. But like I like until Sunday, I have had beautiful AirPod. Like I go back and forth between the car, whatever it is. Great yeah. AirPod. I when, think you restart your phone, restart your AirPods, and reset, uh, disconnect, reconnect. That's it's no, been like just troubleshoot it, the whole thing. I, I know, like it's been now. I'm like answering calls on my computer through my AirPods. I'm like what the hell's like something happened on Sunday that just threw my Bluetooth connection into a blender, and it's driving me insane. It is a minor inconvenience, absolutely. <laughs> but but it is a disruption of my workflow throughout the entire day. So James Harden got me distracted, but I wanted to do the shade on, and I don't, I, and I probably ask you this every year at, at Halloween, and I can't remember what you say. Are you pro or anti candy corn? Pro. Yeah, you would. <laughs> candy corn's nasty. No, you bite the yellow bottoms off no. first. And then Ugh. you eat the... Shade. There's shade. 
I I haven't had candy corn in years, but I'm candy I'm corn's gross. We got hey, hey, power to the people. It looks like the chat's coming. We got uh, yuck, disgusting. On top of this, anti, anti, before anti. we because we haven't done fun things in a while. Favorite Halloween candy? What's your What's your Halloween candy that you will overeat no matter how old you are? Just not have to be Halloween candy. Just candy. What What candy will you overeat until the day that you die? I've got my answer. It's as, it's the easiest thing. I you can. There's no other answer I have that's easier for me to. Yeah, question I, mean, I mean the easy. I mean I'm trying to think of like some nuanced ones. I, I the the Reese's peanut butter cups are the easy ones. But what what is yours? Gummy bears. I will overeat gummy bears for the rest of my life. Like a I package will, of gummy bears. However, what however big the pack is, I will eat the whole thing in one. What second. if does somebody? Are you saying that somebody comes with a bowl of no, like, like stray no, open, gummy not, bears no, that no, you not, stick your hand in no, and put not. it in your the pillow? No, of course not. Like they have like a little gummy bear packet, like the fun size gummy bear packets that have like eight in them. <laughs> I, I whenever I go on a road trip, I go get like the family share size with a Ziploc gummy bear pack, and I put it in the driver car door, and I'm just eating gummy bears the whole way down the road. There gummy bears, man, I can't stop them. See, I was looking for something unique, and Tiffany has brought it up. The midnight Milky Way that you never get for 365 days of the year. I can be down with the midnight Milky Way. Fun yeah. size. I don't need a, I don't need, you know, the, 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 I don't even think I've seen the regular size or king size midnight Milky Way, but midnight, I'm pro midnight Milky Way. Uh, Eddie asked Austin, did you ever get a hold of the Albanese gummy bears? Not, no, but I did get the uh, Walgreens has a gummy bear brand that's like unreal, uh, way better than Haribo. Um, uh, yeah, I, I changed my daily men's vitamin to gummies because I love gummy bears so much. So now I get two gummies every morning uh, for my men's, you know, vitamins, right? That, that's how I, much I love gummy bears. I, I like, I'm, I'm looking at these, you know, warheads are a throwback. I, I'm, I'm not a warhead guy. But you can't need, overeat warheads. I, I don't you're not going to have my, any taste buds. I don't need lockjaw. Black I, cherry warhead. Everybody think about it. Think about it. Black cherry warhead. You know what it's, now you've got the saliva in your mouth. Congratulations. Um, also, and this is probably I'm getting made fun of. The Mister Good bars are good. Peanuts yeah. and chocolate. It makes sense. Peanuts and chocolate, undefeated. Uh, also, my chocolate candy bars go in the freezer. I don't know about you. They go in the freezer. Frozen chocolate candy bars are the best. I'll put like peanut butter cups in the refrigerator. Freezer, oh, man. Oh, you talk about freezer. All right, well then we gotta get out of here. A little I got nothing to do today. What are you talking about? A, a little, yeah, yeah, like, I've got another. Um, I'm back to back. So, <laughs> um, this is one, and this has nothing to do with candy, but this is a freezer trick. Put some grapes in the freezer. Yes, yes, they are a delightful treat. Yes, I am on every day at lunch. I get a little small handful of frozen grapes. They make my day. They make me happy. Frozen grapes. That's your, that's free advice right there. The last three Titans training camps come home hot out in the heat for five hours. Frozen grapes are always going to get me back to good. There you go. All right, guys. Hell of a show today. Hell of a show yesterday. We'll uh, keep tabs on what's going to happen with, excuse me, with the trade deadline coming up here at 3 p.m. Central time. Make sure 
uh, that you're ready for it. And uh, Buck Rising will be live tonight. Make sure you like the show on the way out. And just because it's a quick turnaround, uh, Titan Game Day Live Thursday night with me and Sam. Thursday night, Titans at Steelers with me and Sam for pregame, halftime, and postgame show. So get ready for that with a quick turnaround. But first, uh, make sure you do hit that thumbs up button on the way out. And we will see you guys tomorrow morning on a Wednesday post-trade deadline. And also, Buck will have the trade deadline reaction tonight. A to Z primetime at 8. We'll catch you later. Appreciate it as always.